think of someone you consider a successful person. Got that person in mind? Good. To you, they are a walking and breathing example of success, however you define it. But guess what they're also an example of? Imposter syndrome. They, like most successful people, have experienced imposter syndrome, and they may or may not have overcome it. So today I'm sharing with you how to overcome imposter syndrome at work. Let's get after it. The discomfort we feel around imposter syndrome is due to cognitive distortion, meaning you doubt your competence, your accomplishments, and you feel like you're undeserving of the position that you might find yourself in. So let's remedy this, shall we? All right, so the strategy that I'm gonna give you first is to behave the way you want to feel. No one wants to feel or likes to feel like a fraud. The easiest way to change this is to start behaving the way an expert would feel. What does that confidence feel like? Try it on. You heard me. Imagine what having that confidence of an expert would feel like and try it on, much like you would try on a perfectly tailored jacket. You'll start to notice that it looks good on you. Confidence looks good on you. Sometimes in order to let go of these limiting beliefs that hold us back, we have to do the exact opposite of that feeling. And we have to act in the opposite way to how we feel in that very moment. So for example, when we feel like a phony, we have to act like someone who has mastery, who is an expert on that topic in your mind or an expert at that skill. Number two, reevaluate how you define success. Success means something different to everyone. Just go around and ask your coworkers, your friends, your family. There might be some general sense of success, but it really varies more than we give it credit and more than we think. So you need to decide how you, and only you, define success. Because if you let society define success for you, you might not measure up. You might not want to measure up, or if you do, at what cost did you succeed? Did achieving success take its toll on your relationships, on your health and well-being? Is it really worth it? Was it really worth it? So to save yourself the headache, both literally and figuratively, I want you to think about the meaning that you ascribe to the word success. Because imposter syndrome feeds off of the desire to be successful and it's fueled by the fear of not measuring up to the expectations that others have or that we ourselves have of how to obtain that success. So when you define success on your own terms, you're gonna start to notice that you're no longer letting imposter syndrome have its grip on you and your self-worth. So definitely consider that exercise. Number three, start with the little things. A lot of times with imposter syndrome, we're psyching ourselves out. We're thinking too big. We're thinking like we need to just hit the ground running, just be an overnight success, whatever that means. Thinking like you need to be successful with all of it, whatever it is. The best way to rectify this is by focusing on the little things. So that really helps take the edge off. Just Focusing on the day-to-day -day little things, the 
minute tasks, the very fleeting moments that we might experience, the in-between transition time. These are the little things that make up our day, our years, our lives, essentially. And so while we're experiencing the little things in that moment, they don't feel high stakes, right? We don't even really think about it too much. And that's a good thing. It means that they're less daunting. However, it doesn't mean that they're any less important. Added up over time, they amount to something quite significant. They can make up a large part of your life. And so an easy example of this is online and in-person interactions that you have with your, let's say, team at work. These conversations might not look like much, the small talk you're having, the light exchanges you might be having, but guess what? Having successful social interactions will help you get to where you wanna go. Focus on creating strong rapport, listening well and attentively, successfully getting a point across, making someone feel really good, encouraging a person to go after their dreams, right? These are the little things, but they make or break communication. Look at it this way. If communication is a foundation to our success at work, then we should take great care to communicate effectively. But when you treat each social interaction as an individual event, it's far less social anxiety inducing. Starting small, and knocking it out of the park with these social interactions will help you face your fears of feeling less than or like an imposter. You'll even start to shake away that feeling when fraud starts to creep up. So there you have it, three main strategies to help you overcome imposter syndrome at work. You probably noticed that these can also be implemented in your personal life as well. So to recap, we wanna behave the way that we wanna feel. So essentially, we're telling our brain what to feel and not the other way around. Secondly, we want to reevaluate how we define success at work and in life. Instead of borrowing society's definition or letting someone else define it for us, we're instead searching within us and deciding and allowing ourselves to decide what success looks like to us. And for everyone, that's gonna be individual. We all have different views on that. So to each their own with this. And lastly, find success in the little things, the in-betweens, the transitions that make up a day, a lifetime, that make up relationships, right? It's those little things that really count. When you set out to seek success in the social interactions that you have putting a smile on someone's face, listening to them with your whole heart and your undivided attention, doing someone a favor, giving someone really, truly wonderful advice, and so on, you're setting up your relationships for success. And we know that creating strong rapport is a foundation of solid communication and professional outcomes. You probably know at this point how important effective communication is in business and in life. So don't overlook the success you have in your social interactions. Over time, these small things add up to something most significant and can truly impact your career. Imposter syndrome is something that can be beaten. It's mindset followed by action. Believe it, feel it, become it.
All righty, Swarners, thank you so much for tuning into this lesson. I do hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, give it a big thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter, which you can find on our blog at xlearning.co forward slash blog, along with any of the 250 plus lessons that we have out for you on communication, social skills, and interviews and public speaking. And if anyone you know wants to improve such skills, then be sure to head them our way, share our channel and this lesson with anyone who wants to be a better communicator in life and in business. All right, I will see you in the next exploring lesson. Until then, keep up the awesome work and I will see you soon.